0: What's up, everyone? Uh, Welcome to episode four with Malcolm. Stoked to be here. Dude, uh, introduce yourself a little bit.
1: Yeah. um, My name's Malcolm, obviously. Uh, I work with Owen at New Life Church, and uh, I'm one of the youth pastors here at this campus in Renton. And uh, a lot of what I do is um, helping kind of... Creatively within our department. And so, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, my primary job is um, working with students, but a lot of that I think is through social media, through uh, creativity, because um, I'm a creative and mm-hmm. I think that that is uh, the best way to reach this generation. So,
0: excited. it, dude, you very much are creative. And I feel like you've really been picking that up in stride recently. For sure. Yeah. Like, you've gotten your hands on some some better and more fleshed out software i feel like that you yeah. can really create some stuff out and you just also, also just had more opportunities right in general so um dude what have you been doing recently um, what you've been up to what you've been grinding on
1: yeah i think uh, a couple things um first Obviously is just what we're doing here with next-gen. So a lot of um, Stuff getting ready for uh, our youth conference in the spring um, We've been doing some shoots for that and just getting content ready Obviously, we've kind of worked a little bit on that um, getting ready mm-hmm. to, to do some web stuff um, and then just uh, in addition to that I've uh, been working with um, Matt harder with lead local and kind of designing that stuff as well kind mm-hmm. of um honestly, just figuring stuff out as, as I go a little bit, because, uh, I, um, kind of just jumped into all this stuff creatively and, uh, just some random side projects too. So just a lot of mainly next gen lead local and then Mm. random one-off projects. Um, just kind of trying to get my feet wet in random, uh, avenues within kind of graphic design and video specifically new
0: mediums new forms of content just trying to test the waters there yeah um dude i want to jump right into the question i wanted to ask you um because you have to i mean your goal is to reach gen z for sure you know yeah how do you market for how do you market a gen z
1: yeah and
0: also i feel like you have a lot to say about that not only because you you know your your users your audience is them but you have so much like interaction with them on a day-to-day right. basis. It's not just put it out and then we'll see, you know, we'll get the numbers. It's like, no, 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 every single week you are interacting with the kids. Yeah, you know. yeah,
1: definitely, oh, man. I think um, for me, obviously, well, my background even within, you know, graphic design, video, social media is super, like you said, it's recent. Honestly, really within the past year and a half, um, specifically, I feel like because my creative background has always mainly been in like music mm-hmm. and I've always been passionate about art, um, you're a bass player, right? Yeah. I play mm. a little slap the bass a little bit, you know? <laughs> um, so for me, like I've always been into creativity and I've always loved, you know, like great visuals and graphics and mm-hmm. videos and all that stuff. But, um, I didn't really learn how to do that until, um, really like a year and a half ago. And a lot of that kind of came from just a need that we had within the department of, Hey, like we, we don't have someone creating this content. And so, um, I kind of just jumped in not really knowing and um learned a lot as i went and i'm still learning a lot um mm-hmm. and so kind of with that being so new to it i think every season i feel like i'm learning something new about how we can more effectively use the platforms and what we're doing to reach um obviously in our case gen z specifically and yeah. so um a lot of that right now i feel is um just i'm really passionate about us creating content that's not just um even just visually satisfying, but really trying to figure out how are we creating like valuable content. You know, do, something- you, do you
0: think that that is the way to reach Gen Z? Because I think that from what I've seen, a lot of marketing perspectives is just to push really flashy content, mm-hmm. like just as much attention grabbing. Like, hey, let you know that super short attention span. He's like, oh, they're all over TikTok, they're all over YouTube. You know, sure. just like really, really boil this thing down. But your thought is actually, let's create. Quality content that they can view and kind of chew on and that's gonna be the hook Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's really treating them as an intelligent end user,
1: right? No, absolutely And I, I think I'm so passionate about that because the reality is like they are growing up um, and really in myself included I mean like I am kind of like the in, in between like millennial Gen Z and mm-hmm. so um, a lot of this obviously is like our experience, but even like growing up and social media being such a big factor in like high school. And like those realities are true now for students as early as like late elementary school, you know? And so they're, they have access to all this content. You know what I mean? If they want to know something, they're going to Google it or they're going to follow the accounts that they're inspired by. And so they're, they're not dumb. You know what I mean? And I, I think that where I see a lot of marketing fall flat for Gen Z, um, also speaking a little bit from experience, um, as being like the person sometimes being marketed to, mm-hmm. so I feel like it is visually really like it's awesome and it's stimulating, but it doesn't provide any value. And so, and I think you can see through that now. And I think Gen yeah. Z specifically really is aware of that
0: because they've you know they've grown up in it. And you un- like if you grow up within a system, you start to understand the nuances right. of it, and you can be like, oh, this is this, this is that, you know, this is totally. Whatever. And also, this is you know this is kind of recent, but that's why I think. You know some of the stuff like you know the 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 tree planting that Mr. Beast has been doing yeah. recently. He's a really popular philanthropist YouTuber, right? Right. Where he 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 creates content kind of with some of those common marketing either way, like how he ta- how he talks or how he shows visuals or not. But the core of it the message is super super amazing and positive and always been about like giving back and that stuff just snaps off You know, it goes goes viral. Well,
1: and the reason for that is because you know Gen Z and um, I've had a lot of conversations specifically with my boss Matt uh, Harder who like Mm. I said, we do lead local together with But He's really passionate and has really studied um, kind of these avenues and how to more effectively reach Gen Z. And so having conversation with him, even like we're kind of coming to the realization that, um, man, the Gen Z, like they, the, the terminology around it is that they're, they're publishers. They want to be involved in what's happening. You know what I mean? And so um, having flashy content isn't enough. It's not enough to just give them something that looks awesome, but they want to take it and they want to use it or be engaged with it and be a part of the conversation,
0: which the novelty of the flashiness, I feel like has really worn off in general, like a lot of the. Novelties of the internet, I feel, have kind of gone down.
1: Yeah, like, well, you know, and I think a lot of that comes from the fact that these kids are—they know that they can make that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's kind of like a weird thing where it's like, even if you don't have the skill set, there's this kind of subconscious belief um, for for Gen Z that. Through you know whatever medium, whether it's just YouTube or following people I believe in, like I can figure out how to do anything. They you know they, I mean? they
0: are they they really see themselves as content producers. They really see themselves sure. as like mini entrepreneurs. I f- well, that was that specifically isn't been through some very weird you know very very anecdotal, but still I think a very valid point that I've had with kids where they're like, hey. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about producing this type of content. What about merch, dude? Like, how are we branding this thing? You know, like, hey, can you give me five bucks if I do this, like, skate trick? Like, I can't tell you how many more times I feel like I've been approached by a kid trying to sell me a product, even if it is, like, a literal plastic tray of dirt with some flowers (laughs) in it. Like, there was was a couple kids in my apartment complex who were, like, selling flowers. And I was like, I know, like, the whole lemonade stand was kind of a very, very, like, oh, do your lemonade stand as a kid. I feel like we never did that. Right. They are, like... All about that well
1: and even more so i mean like today you the kid doesn't just have the lemonade stand right they have like a social media for yeah. their for their lemonade stand <laughs> like they're doing a podcast about it like they're you know i mean they're they're hitting all these avenues and so there's so much more depth to mm-hmm. the content they're creating um and they all just get excited about it you see when when like they rally around or they're excited about an idea mm-hmm. that it really does like move forward i think in a way that it things like that didn't in the past as yeah. much Um, and so I think kind of to go back to that original question, I think that that content that can be engaged with, um, is really the goal right now, trying to figure out what does that look like? The nuances, right. And testing things out and finding out what is, you know, interesting to them, some stuff, you know, it falls flat and then you're like, okay, well, we're going to adjust the strategy. But, um, that's really been a lot of what's excited me right now about creating because, um, it's more than just like delivering a great graphic or a cool video that's seen in a moment but i'm like how do we take this further you mm-hmm. know
0: yeah i think creating that depth and content one is really hard it's you mm-hmm. know that that question is what's what's this next thing because it's it's exhausting to get that kind of content and to keep going it's really easy just like oh here's you know cool animation flashy thing but then right. you know the, the 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 true message really just does fall flat but i think that you're in a particular position specifically because it all ties to church that there always is a good core message that you can rely upon. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we say that like new life is at its best when it's like in the word, right? Right. You know, your message is going to be the best when it's truly rooted in the things that, you know, you as an organization believe in. Totally. So it's, it's almost like it's great because I think every organization needs to figure this out because if they're like, Hey, we want to reach people and produce content. You have to have those like core concepts within your own business and brand that, uh, Inform your decision-making about the content that you're gonna put out. Yeah, you know like Because if you think about it is if you have those core concepts any it doesn't matter what the subject is if you're applying them like hey We have a you know construction brand. Yeah, you know that you know the construction is gonna be interesting but if your core concepts are you know um, environmentally friendly timely, you know, like we are uh responsive to the consumer and what their needs are if it's customizable right. like you know those kind of small things go into the kind of content that you're producing where like hey we want to show the the process of this because we're very transparent about our process i mm-hmm. saw an, it random I, I randomly i don't know how it came across my feed but it was a it was a stone and masonry kind of construction and they would do a lot of kind of like patios and whatnot but they had these amazing time lapse and progression photos like mm-hmm. their video was really good. Yeah. It was really, really good and interesting. Like, I mean, we see a ton of these DIY channels on YouTube and, sure. you know, like the machine press and like the hot knife stuff. But like, yeah. even if just, it's just taking some of the, like those, the really boring parts of infrastructure and, uh, you know, like house building or, you know, renovating, like the, the timeless, I mean, there's a reason why shows such as uh, like the interior home decorating shows like do yeah, success but upper, you break man. that down into like the, the bite-sized size social media then yeah. you've got good content you know you could take that on anything that like anything that has a process that makes it you can do something really cool with that right like anyone can create content like that it's just about how are you thinking about it how are you strategizing and how are you breaking that down to be consumed
1: right no for sure and i think that it is a unique um kind of avenue or or place that we're in with what we do because, um, you know, our organization or our company, if you will, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not really trying to push a product or a service. We're actually trying to, in a way, we're just trying to give something away, right? And we obviously believe that that's like the hope of the gospel through relationship with Jesus. And Mm -hmm. so it's, it almost like flips everything on its head because it's like, we're trying to get someone to almost take this gift. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think our creative avenues should frame the reality that, you know, I believe that being a Christ follower and, and being a part of that, that community is the greatest thing we could ever experience. Mm -hmm. And and I think that when, um, when our creativity kind of aligns with that and there's inspiration behind it and it's not just flashy, I think it, it points back to that truth, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think that that's been a huge lack in a lot of ways. Um, at times with the church where we're like, you know, and not like the churches and like where we work, but I think the church holistically is there's kind of like, sometimes we're behind the curve of saying, well, um, maybe a fear of like, you know, conforming or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever that might be. But I think that, you know, that's why, like you're saying, we have to have that, that foundation. We need to know what are we doing? Why are we doing it? The foundation obviously is, is to. reach people for Jesus to give them this gift but um, I think with that being said if you have established that and you can um, know that you're moving forward with that being the purpose then we should tap into what is um, man what's working in the culture right now you know and and social media platforms you know and does
0: that mean playing kanye for everything right now though
1: <laughs> i'm not gonna say <laughs> maybe. no
0: yes no is
1: it the entire playlist right now it might be uh, will it be on all of the promo videos most likely
0: did vu church quote it in a sermon within 12 hours of it being released maybe
1: not uh not gonna be surprised if that did happen
0: I, i'm pretty sure it did <laughs> i think i saw was
1: that the walkout song for us this week it was maybe <laughs> I meaning. cannot confirm nor deny, no. um, but the answer is yes. <laughs> Don't know if I'll buy that merch though. A on the pricey. The, the merch is pretty pricey. Yeah. Um, Look, he charges the prices that he charges. Yeah, you know, uh, That's what he says he, he's living his life. You know, if <laughs> uh, I could get someone to pay sixty dollars for a t shirt I designed then I would absolutely be doing that. <laughs> did you
0: watch that Apple interview that he did? No, I didn't. Okay, really interesting. I think you should go listen to it yeah, specifically okay. from a as a creative. It's really really good. He has some interesting points on, like, manufacturing and bringing business back to the U.S., which I'm like,
1: so you. You know,
0: be a pioneer for, yeah. you know, startups, founders, CEOs, all yeah. that. Um, uh, dude, um, random, random, random thought. And, and this is kind of coming from my place, my experience as a designer. And I feel like a lot of people who are young in their design career can understand it the first couple years of you doing anything internally it feels like crap like when you go back and yeah. look at it oh for sure not listen to where i'm going i'm not saying this is your time but do you do you feel <laughs> like you're ironing out a lot of things and you're kind of like all right i need to just work at this or i need to yeah figure out how to uh mood board better i need to figure out what's my style how am i um, providing answers to these creative problems. Like yeah. What? How are you working out those kind of big picture questions in your head? Because you said you, you're so early on in this thing.
1: For sure. No, I think that, man, as a creative, I think whatever I do for me personally, like I want to look, you know, six months back, a year back and be like, man, like that was a really terrible thing. And not because it was terrible, like for the time, but I think mm-hmm. because then I feel like I've grown yeah. and learned new things. And I feel like if I looked at something I made a year ago and I was like, man, like,
0: that's the best thing ever. Yeah.
1: I'd be pretty bummed out. I think, because it's like, I've really then probably plateaued in my ability to create. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that there's stuff that, you know,
0: you um, totally can say that, Oh wow. I knocked it out of the park there. Right. But
1: yeah. And I think there's factors too. It's like, man, like for the time, for what we were doing, for the look that was in, you know, it all worked. And, and, and so I think that there's things like I look back on and like, I have pride for, but there's Mm -hmm. also a lot of it that I was like, man, that was so bad, (laughs) you know? Um, and so I think that, um, yeah, I I think I am definitely in that, that situation where it's like, I've only really been creating in this Avenue, um, Mm -hmm. with like graphics and visuals, um, for the past year and a half, two years. And then like, really like Mm -hmm. video too, is been in like the past, like two, three months. And so if you can, um, if
0: you can, knock video out of the park, even in just the smallest avenues, it br- it brings so much, Absolutely. so much, uh, right. uh, dynamic content to well, the table.
1: And I think that's why, like, I felt the, the need where I was like, man, I need to learn how to kind of yeah. figure this out a little bit. Um, because I mean, it, it's just, that's just the reality. I mean, people engage with video content, um so much more than visual content. it's ridiculous. Yeah. And so having like visual contents important, but that video content's everything and that's why you see like um, you know you're talking about like uh, Gary V earlier before we started this and how like he was kind of like an inspiration for you in what we're doing here. but the reality 100%. is like what he does is so like minimal. you know what I mean like it's not like flashy production. it's not like
0: super ha- ha- I feel like half the visuals that go on his videos are whatever platform he's on the captions right. or the emoji or, you know, whatever. Like. No,
1: totally. And so it's like, he's not like, you know, he's not creating like visual art, but his, his contents, like some of the most consumed content out there right now. And it's yeah. because um, it's the message, it's what he's producing and not so much like the look and, and, and there is like a balance, right? Cause there's kind of like that that uncanny valley where it's like if it's really crappy it's like it's awesome and if it's really awesome it's awesome but if it's like trying to be awesome and it's crappy but it once yeah falls flat
0: (laughs) i I think you know he has a great line that is you know uh quality is subjective Mm -hmm. um and i think that holds really true I, i actually think for for well for me in this show it's kind of been i have to have my visuals on point because if no designer is going to listen to a podcast that looks crappy. Right. Because for me, it's it's a necessity because of who I'm trying to yeah, reach and totally. to. Yeah, totally. It's your audience. But it doesn't have to be some cra- kind of crazy robust thing. Yeah. Like, I kept it pretty simple. Like, I, I was more concerned about pushing out more content because I knew that was going to be the pitfall for me. Right. Was if I don't do something every week, that one week's going to turn into two weeks, turn into three weeks. Totally. You know? If I'm pushing out content like daily, which I really, really try to do, the only way that I'm going to do that on my own is by having a system, having a brand system that sure. I just plug in and go, drop a name into, drop a you know, video, audio file into, and we just hit export, you know, yeah. done. You know, turning that into a really functioning, um, just, just a little machine that mm-hmm. just, you know, in goes the raw footage, and out comes the nice polished finish thing, and then you know, bam, we've got our, our stuff to post, and right. then the rest of it just becomes like, hey, what's, what's, what's next week? Because yeah. I feel like I, I, I film these things really quick from when I decide what's gonna happen, Sure. Just because the the pace has to be kind of quick. And I'm kind of like, I'm just kind of gambling and hoping that whoever I call on next is going to be good to go. Yeah. You know, but I, I do think it's fun. It's really fun.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Man, and I think too, like with that, you're talking about that idea of like putting out content daily and how like, I think it doesn't even take a lot of like study within like marketing or like digital marketing, social media to know that like consistency of content and like yeah. video content like you can figure out pretty quick like what avenues work you know what I mean um, but I think for me like the challenge with that is like realizing that we need to put out this amount of content you know mm-hmm. and it needs to be this consistent and this engaging and like the hardest thing for me I'd say is like a creative right now is when you have to like create um, and you're not inspired you know what I mean where it's like you know it yeah. the needs there so you have to do it but you don't have like an inspiration for that project or that effort and you're just like doing it because it needs to be done
0: dude it's really just about showing up yeah not not everything's going to be inspired not everything is going to be rooted and you're like wow like i'm really about this but honestly you know everyone gets there you just gotta show up you just gotta go you gotta show up you gotta grind you gotta if, if it if it accomplishes what you're trying to do bam done right you know I, I think that honestly that was such a pitfall for me in college where I was I was like it doesn't feel it doesn't you know it doesn't look this way sure but I would miss the entire point of what I was trying to do yeah and I might up when this end up with this really really cool looking thing but you can tell that I tried to exercise an extreme amount of control over it hmm. and I didn't just like let it breathe and be and kind of form into the thing that it needs to yeah because I was so focused on what i wanted out of this project or this thing Mm. that you know function just wasn't there or who it was supposed to reach didn't really line up with how it looked yeah um Mm. and so in in a vacuum cool great you know awesome but if it's practically applied and falls flat then it's worthless it means nothing then at that point
1: totally No, for sure. And I think that goes back to even what we were saying earlier, where it's like, it can be the most visually stimulating thing. It can look so awesome, but if it misses the point of what it's there to do, then it's like, man, the wasted effort, you know? Um, and I feel like for me, it's like, I struggle because with creativity in the sense of like, um, it's like, you know, you want to feel it. And I think every creative like wants to feel what they're doing, you know, and they want to have their heart bought into it. But then it's like, for me, like, I love, um, when I've established kind of like a brand or, or direction and I'm creating, but I'm also kind of like, compl- uh, or like I'm also kind of like impatient with it where it's mm-hmm. like then after I've created and it's been like, you know, we've locked something in, it's been a week we've been creating and I'm like, oh, I'm over this, you know? Yeah.
0: What do you wanna learn? Like specifically within design, mm-hmm. You know, us coming from two different very places where you're, you're, in the net, you're, in, you're in the deep of it now and you're creating and you actually have an audience and you can go measure that and you right. have really good feedback. Versus, you know, and you're learning this on your own versus I, you know, like I had a little bit of an education and whatnot. Like there's th- there's there's almost there's like different things that I want to learn now that are that were informed by this experience I had earlier. I'm like, wow, I completely whiffed on this whole other thing. Yeah. But then you're living this out in real time, and I'm sure there's some theoretical things that you want to learn about. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. what's what's that thing right now that you're like, wow, I would love to learn about this thing.
1: I think in the sense of like strategy i really want to learn like we we're saying i want to learn how to create that that kind of like magic content like that reaches the audience i'm trying to reach and like mm. and is extremely engaging like i feel like we we kind of hit the mark or we meet the mark okay. in a moment with one effort and then it's like we fall flat again and so trying to find so like crea-
0: that, creating the the system
1: yeah totally the system okay. i think is like on, on like the the theoretical side, and then like on the kind of the more artistic side, I just want to learn how to like more effectively use these different platforms. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like for me, like, like content, really get
0: into like the, the the guts and gears of like you know like the hashtags, the function, or the yeah
1: or yeah that. no absolutely. And I think that like because. I mean, there's always going to be moments where you see someone create something or do something. You're like, man, I want to figure out how to do that one function or that one thing. But I think in like a broader perspective for me is like, I want to figure out how to um, just use and master these tools Mm -hmm. so that like I can make um, kind of a vision, a reality creatively. And I think that that's like something that's kind of like my roadblock right now is like there's moments where I'm like, this thing would be incredible, but I have no you've idea. Got the, you've
0: got it. the kind of, you kind of have the garage full of tools, but you're not exactly sure how to apply which one. Totally. All right, cool. I want to get really specific. Yeah. What You know, like what what's your main kind of platform right now? Like what's your, what, not necessarily, not, sorry, not mm-hmm. platform's not the right What's your main software for creating stuff?
1: Yeah. Okay. So for me, like I'm Cause in, you
0: just got into Adobe Creative Cloud. Right.
1: Is, yeah. Like, so I just, yeah. Okay. So I've, again, like I've only been doing it for like a year and a half, just got into, you know, Adobe and everything and like designing like on a computer mm-hmm. like literally a week and a half ago and okay. so like for me it's so fresh but I've been creating content okay. mobily for like a year and a half
0: just on your phone yes yeah, so yeah, everything been I've
1: been months. doing has been on on my phone on my uh, you know iPhone shameless plug not the new one mm-hmm. um, so sad but um no I've been creating everything on my phone for the past year and a half and dude just learned so much about like how to do these random things you know yeah. and like i'm like oh like this app can do this one little function and i think yeah. like that's where it, it kind of came out of a frustration through the fact that i use like 12 apps to create one thing and like <laughs> you know what i mean i'm like first of all well, you
0: showed me canva and i was like okay so that's just a layering feature in yeah. this other thing and then you go into like filters you see for this the, whole yeah like bit, 10 you know?
1: filters uh, or 10 like uh, products and apps all working together make yeah. like this one effort that could all have be, been done on.
0: Well, I'm on glad YouTube. you you're already in that synergy mindset because there's quite a bit of that between the Adobe stuff. Right. Mostly just like for you, it's probably just gonna be Adobe t- or the Illustrator to Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. For most stuff. Are yeah. there any features where you're like, wow, I really want to know how to learn like like I want to get real specific. Like, yeah. specific Like, dude, the warp tool, I don't even know.
1: Right. No, for sure. I mean, I'm like, I want to figure out how to warp text. I wanna mm. I want to get also like for me getting in Adobe was like I want to start buying like specific fonts that I want to use. You know what I mean, dude
0: all right this is the biggest trap don't buy fonts <laughs> don't do it every single one of those fonts that you can buy there is a free alternative that works equally as well, well see i think like for me I, I have i have something i need to show you for that
1: dude okay specifically well, yeah because i feel like for me i'm like i you know I'm, I'm pulling fonts and and downloading them into my phone but like because of the the interfaces or whatever the apps mm-hmm. i'm using like there's so certain fonts like just aren't able to go in and I'm mm-hmm. just like frustrated because I'm like, ah, like I wanted to use this thing, you know?
0: We, I actually, we need to sit down and workshop this because I, I feel like I have, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to show you something now.
1: Because it's just like all those little things, right? Like th- there's, I mean, like I've been using, the primary app I use is this app called Over and it's kind of like that, the layering features and like a lot of like what what you would do in Photoshop, but like on training wheels, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, And like, I will say even I think as I get more into using, Photoshop or Adobe suite like the reality is I think I'm still gonna do some creating on the phone just because yeah. the the kind of practical benefit of being able to pump something out so quick wherever I'm at um, I Think that'll it's always nice. be. It's yeah. really good. Oh for sure Especially like if you're making something quick for social media or, yeah. or something pops up and you don't have time to like get into it with um, You know sit down and open up a computer
0: dude um, if Adobe was on the iPad <sighs>
1: Be a game changer, Adobe. What are you doing?
0: You need to get on the mobile app game. Like I know you've got Lightroom, you know, but (laughs) come on, man. We need we need a you know we need a Photoshop for for iPad. We need an Illustrator for iPad. Make it happen. Listen up.
1: We'll sponsor you on this this. We'll sponsor you. Uh, We'll
0: need to just promote it.
1: Well, uh, yeah. I
0: met I met some of y'all once. Like I like I I I I remember it's like my first internship. It was it was before Adobe XD got released, which is kind of their UX UI prototyping software. Okay. They came in and interviewed a bunch of people at the firm I was working for, and it was really interesting.
1: Are they like, like based in this area?
0: Um, they do. They do actually. They do have offices up in Ballard, I think. Oh. Um, because y- you can go up there and get certified in some of their software. Like they offer like little classes. One. Oh, it's really? pretty cool. Um, if they weren't so far away. Yeah, I'd go take more of it.
1: That, yeah, it's far.
0: It's far. First. Ballard is Ballard is far from from where we're at. is Southeast of Seattle. Yeah, do we, do we have the rights to call ourselves Seattleites? Uh, I
1: don't know. I think when I talk to someone that's not from the state, I just tell them I live in Seattle. We're we're close enough because you know, like when you talk to someone that is from out of state and they tell you they live in a major city, like ninety percent of the time they live forty minutes away from that city, yeah. and we only live like twenty five minutes away from Seattle, so. You know,
0: I, it's just I guess Seattle has such a huge impact on our day to day that, right? It, we can call ourselves that.
1: I feel like if you go into Seattle enough, you know, what I mean, like you have to go into Seattle. I, be I can't
0: be bothered to go in anymore. I really can't. <laughs> the, uh, other than a decent bite to eat, of which I can probably get in Bellevue. See, it's,
1: I it's really I love it because me. it's just like so. I think again, like as a creative, like I love just the grittiness of it, you know what I mean? And, like, the the diversity. Like, I love Bellevue because it's, like, really clean and, mm-hmm. and, like, a nice city. But it's just, to me, it feels kind of stale because it's so. It's very true. You know. Totally fair. Um,
0: but. I, I think I'm just burnt out because my, my very first job out of college was, like, a fat commute into downtown sure. Seattle. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to take a pause on this and enjoy, like, like something else. Right. Like, you know, being able to drive, like, eight minutes to work. Yeah, with the gym being on no, the way to work. That's, that's amazing. Pretty nice. It
1: really is. You can't beat not having a
0: computer. short commute, dude. It's after a, a long commute, where it was like two, two and a half hours oh. daily. By like, I took a, I took a bus to get to the train, and then took another bus. Yeah. And the fact that I couldn't, I like the train only came home at certain times. Where so I was like, I oh, gotta be gotta be home by this time. Can't stay and enjoy a Sounders game after work because yeah. I'm just so, toast like, afterwards.
1: Did you ever sleep on the bus?
0: Um no, because it's like both bus rides were so short that if I like actually slept I'd probably miss my stop. Oh, okay the train ride maybe because you know it was just one stop to one stop but it was like the train ride in is like 15
1: minutes. See, when I was it's in high school, quick. I used to take a bus into to a community college and like, man, I'd sleep on the thing all the time. I don't know I just I just held my backpack and I was like you know
0: I slept on the bus in college when I was doing an internship like that was a fat bus ride yeah or the light rail. I'll sleep on the light rail.
1: Yeah. You got to do it, man. It's chill.
0: Um, dude, thanks so much for coming on. We really knocked that man. one out. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Um, Bro, thanks, dude. It's been a pleasure, man. Dude, it's been a pleasure. Thank We're you for Soft me. hands. Uh, uh, thank
1: y'all for tuning in. I'll catch I y'all next time. I don't use lotion.